Have you ever wanted to hear tales and stories from people who put on and participate in independent wrestling events? CCW Insider closely follows the matches and stories from wrestling's last territory, Coastal Championship Wrestling. You will hear from management and athletes about the work that they're doing to make pro wrestling such a vibrant experience for their audience. In this first episode, I'm talking with CCW Executive Director Nelio Cuomo Costa and CCW World Heavyweight Champion Cha-Cha Charlie. What better way to start off the first show than talking with the boss and with the champ? And my name is Ryan Joy, and I run MinutesToBellTime.com, a website and database tracking pro wrestling from around the world. This is CCW Insider. I'm here with Executive Director Nelio Cuomo Costa for uh, CCW Insider Episode One, kicking things off. Uh, and it's 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 fun. We're Episode One. We're coming off of your 18-year anniversary and rolling right into this new thing, Episode One of CCW Insider. Numero uno, it took us 18 years, Ryan, to have an insider. Um, you know, uh, uh, po- I don't, it's not a podcast, it's a video, it's a show, it's a television show because it is going to air um, on uh, some uh, local networks as well. So this isn't just uh, on the internet, which you're, I'm sure you're, most of you guys are watching now, but this is actually on terrestrial television. So Uno, episode one of CCW Insider, and I'm so glad to be the um, first guest. Who else would it be? Cha-Cha Charlie, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> well... So, this, so in this episode, you're going to see, we're going to talk with Nilio, uh, the executive director. We're also going to be talking with Cha-Cha Charlie. We're going to throw that interview at the end. So it's a, it's a double header. You get a double. You get a double. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, I want to ask you, I want to talk to you about this. You had a huge outpouring of support from the wrestling community to say, you know, happy anniversary. You know, there were obviously the, the Bill Alfonso's and gangrels and stuff they all made facebook videos but you had mvp and the good brothers were there in attendance so uh it seemed like every corner of wrestling was saying uh happy anniversary ccw yeah it was crazy it was um you know what's great is is that it shows how these 18 years um how influential ccw has been while you know not being on the national stage or not being like in the forefront of everybody's minds but you know just the fact of doing it for 18 years in a consistent basis is is pretty incredible and it was funny because of course uh you know i i i we we spoke. I spoke to a couple of my guys, you know, in WWE and all the wrestling, and obviously Fonzie, or whatever, to do a little quick video, and they were happy to do it. But then what started? What was great is is once I posted Fonzie's, it was just an outpouring of videos coming in through people that I didn't didn't request. So of course I was trying to get everybody's videos up as quickly as possible. But there was a couple of times that uh, uh, David Gangrel messaged me like, "Hey, dude, you can't post a." a every 30 minutes uh, a happy birthday video because it's getting lost lost in the shuffle, brother, you know? So uh, I was like, yeah, it was an incredible outpouring and it made me feel, it made us feel great. It made us feel like we are that like little special place in the world where we're not, we're not on uh, a cable uh, television, um, you know, but we're not on the, the bottom rung of independent wrestling. We're, we're somewhere. And uh, I feel like these guys who work in all league wrestling in, in large in large companies, they want to come and play in our uh, playground, if you will, fight in our playground. Uh, so it, it really meant a lot to me, and it means a lot to Dan Dan Evans because it's a testament of him working for so long. You know what I mean? And we're still, you know, it's just we're, 
we're still getting i'm still getting uh um, happy birthday videos to this day i'll just i'm gonna put them all together i'm gonna throw them on a live and it's gonna be an entire episode of people saying happy <laughs> well, 18th birthday it's exactly a two, like, two and a half hours of happy birthday which is fine i watch it because i'm into myself and cc well and let's let's talk a little bit about you know what we saw at the anniversary show because uh you had a quite a card um Santos was there, and, I, and, I, and as far as I can recall, this is the first time Santos has been around. The king returns, yeah, the return of the king, man, and and uh, probably Santos' best match. I mean, I've, I mean, Taylor Wolf was amazing. I mean, uh, I mean Taylor Wolf was amazing technical technical wrestler, and then Santos and these guys, both big dudes with size. I just it was the perfect matchup. When I knew we had Taylor briefly, um, that was the first uh, thought, and then of course, you know, I, I. I've been in contact with Santos. Santos wants to come back and win the um, heavyweight title. Uh, he thinks that that was a fluke with Cha-Cha Charlie, uh, but he's had a lot of time to think about it. And I have not seen Santos look as big and as strong as he did uh, Saturday. So, I mean, that's something that <clears throat> you're going to see uh, uh, the return of the King, but you have to see that match, which um, should be, you know what? It, it's not going to be on a live tomorrow, but it should be coming up soon. If it's, if, if now with the television, we have a, a really longer layout schedule. So I just might drop that on the YouTube first and just let everybody enjoy the whole anniversary show in its entirety because um, it was great. Yeah, a lot, a lot of really great matches. Oh, and the, and the Good Brothers. I mean, that was, uh, uh, that was just a fun uh, six-man uh, tag uh, to watch. And then just uh, the cherry on top is, you know, one of the greatest tag teams in wrestling today. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson, and they're incredibly charismatic, and they cut a very heartfelt promo about CCW. And um, you know, th it, there is a, there's there's always a, a thought there. You know, when someone like Gallows Anderson come in, and, and Gallo, uh, Gallows runs um, um, Lariato Pro in Georgia and stuff like that, and he understands what it's like to you know have an independent you know company, and for you know, in front of, of standing room only, we had to turn people away earlier in the day because of uh, the uh, fire um, fire codes. You know, we weren't allowed to have more people in that building. Otherwise, we would have. But, uh, you know, each one of those maniacs were loud, and it was wonderful. And, and Gallows and Anderson are wonderful. And they're great guys. You know, we drank a, a, you know, a couple uh, a couple cases of beer afterward pretty quickly. So they, they, these guys are good dudes. Nice, nice. Yes, so and then you had... Uh, most of the championships, uh, well, you had three cha uh, championship matches, I guess I should say. Ja uh, Jackal Stevens defending, uh, Cha-Cha Charlie defending in the main event. You had a battle royal. So uh, solid show. And I'm sure, like you mentioned, we'll see a lot of that on a live. Yeah, I might just drop the full show because uh, we've laid out a live, like now with, with everything with, um, <clears throat> a little bit farther in advance. So I'll probably just drop the show or or something like that. You know, or or I'll integrate it a little bit, but you'll be able to see that show very soon, sooner rather than later. Yeah, and once it once it drops, we're gonna have to get back together and talk about some of these outcomes because I have some questions. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Fun for the for the viewing audience. Yeah, for the fans who haven't seen it and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. But yes, yeah, there's some interesting interesting outcomes there. Absolutely. Uh, tomorrow night on a live. We're going to have uh, it's a two it's a two match show. We have Lakay versus Brian Brock. Uh, yes. Yes. And we have Romeo versus Chafram. The same secret treasure. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. so it was uh, yeah from Secret Treasure in uh, February twelfth, and uh, these were the two hardest hitting matches on the card. You have Lakai, who is um, you know two hundred seventy pounds pure muscle, and then you have Brian Brock, who's three hundred plus. Um, you know he's not pure muscle, but he's definitely really powerful. You know uh, you feel those clotheslines. He's a he's a throwback to that you know Terry Gordy, Stan Hansen, um, you know type of uh, uh, wrestler. Like he's just a big bad cowboy. You know. Uh, I've seen him with a few drinks in him at the bar, and you don't want to mess with him. And then Lakai, who doesn't drink at all, he's just a machine. He's a uh, he trains all day, and um, um, it's a it's a it's a hard hitting match. It's a wonderful match, and it's something that uh, you know uh, I would definitely I would definitely put up there some of our best matches of the year. Then of course Cha Cha Charlie and uh, the OG Romeo is the OG. You know he was um, a CCW original, trained at CCW, completely different style. Um, you know, 16 years ago, or, or he's uh, 14 years ago when I first met him, um, uh, completely different style. He was like a, a Latin lover, high flyer at the time. He was, he was like Poppy Chulo, who was in our main event and anniversary. I, w- I would say he was, you know, that style of a wrestler. And then now he's just a 300 pound bruiser who hurts people uh, legitimately. And uh, I think you'll see some of that um, tomorrow on CCW Live. You're going to see two hard hitting matches. Yeah, Cuba versus Dominican Republic. Yes. Uh, and, you know, Cha-Cha, it's funny. We were just talking about Santos. And Santos had, I think, a two, like a, almost a two-year run as champion with the exception of a couple of days. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I spoke to Cha-Cha. Alec elbowed him in the back of the head, knocked him out in the ring. So that was the one time. That one time he, he you know, but, yes, yeah, a two-year run. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, Cha-Cha explained that, he went through a ton of obstacles to get to his championship match. Uh, he being Chacha, and he seems like there's. It seems to me like there's plenty of obstacles now that he's champion. He's wrestling a full schedule. Uh, Santos Santos wrestled a lot, but Chacha is is wrestling almost you know every show, and the title's on the line every show. So he's got a full plate. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, when I was a kid. Um... I love Bret Hart. You know, Bret Hart was like really my first champion. I, I kind of missed the Hogan thing a little bit, at least the early Hogan. I caught the later Hogan. Um, and um, I always used to get so upset because Hogan would defend the title like four times a year. Yeah. But then Bret Hart would be on Superstars wrestling, <laughs> defending the title. So demolition I, for the title. Yeah, exactly. It would be like Virgil would get a shot at the WWE title, you know, and then. Hogan would only wrestle, you know, the earthquakes and the, you know, seven foot guys and stuff like that. But no, um, you know, Cha Cha Charlie's a uh, he is a fighting champion. Not to say Santos wasn't a fighting champion. There is uh, both both guys are are incredible in the ring. Both guys are incredible human beings. So um, there's just a different. There was just a different um, style and availability. You know, Santos defended that title in Texas and in Mexico as well. So. You know, there was a definitely a different feel in regards to the CCW um, World Heavyweight Championship. Um, but now, you know, when when people come to a CCW show, for the most part, you know, like uh, uh, there was uh, in Nashville, uh, we had a we had a triple shot weekend uh, a few weeks ago. In Nashville, uh, uh, there wasn't a Cha Cha Charlie defense, but you'll be able to see Cha Cha Charlie, and he, you know, he'll be there uh, trying to defend his title. So. We shall see. We shall see how that pans out. It's a risky move uh, to defend the title so frequently, you know. Yeah, and and he is. He, like we said, we defended an anniversary. 
this this uh, episode of Alive was not that long ago, uh, where that where that took place, and then this weekend, uh, this Friday actually, I'm um, bring up the graphic here. You have Bash at the Brew Friday, yes. April eighth. Yes. Wow. yes, and we'll be defending there too, and we'll I guess we'll go right to that match right off the bat. Anthony um, Katina, the six-tool prod- product. At some point, we're going to have him on this show, and I'm going to ask him what all those tools are. That's ah, yeah, no. It, uh, it's funny, too, because like uh, in baseball, you know, it's like he can feel, he can hit, he can hit for power, he can steal bases, yeah. right? So I think for – for yeah, I, I, can, I can figure it out probably. He's, he's probably going to say something. I mean, you can ask him, but something with charisma. Well, he's got, he's got the sexual plowist or something. <laughs> That's the sixth tool, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, so Cha Cha is going to be defending against Anthony Katina. Of course, uh, you know Cha Cha talks about it in the interview I have with him about how the fans were behind Katina for all of about forty-five minutes. You know, <laughs> the last bash. You know, he comes back and he asks for forgiveness. Uh, yeah. Uh, man. Hey, I never, I never bought it for a second. You know, he he came to us when we 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 were setting the six man, and he said he's turned over new leaf and. And uh, uh, he, w- he was with the bus, and he was with uh, uh, Nick Turner. And I blame the bus because the bus vouched for him, said that he was a great guy, that he'd been talking to him, that he'd been talking for a long time. Jackal, too, mentioned um, <clears throat> Anthony to me multiple times that he had turned a new leaf, you know. And then, of course, it was all a lie. It was all a, um, it was all a plan uh, to, to go for the, for the CCW heavyweight title and then by attacking Cha-Cha Charlie, uh, Katina didn't come back and win matches to get this shot. I mean, he went and he attacked Cha-Cha Charlie, and Cha-Cha Charlie demanded a match with Anthony Katina. So that was how it all came together. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, uh, the will the end justify the means? You know, like, uh, you, know, you you had 600 people at, at Hialeah very upset at the six-tool product uh, after he did what he did. So we're going to see... We're gonna see them uh, uh, on April eighth, and a card that on April eighth that is insane. So um, you need to put a, a an insane title match on there. Yeah, you're right. The card is insane, and when we throw the interview to Cha Cha here in a few minutes, uh, you'll you'll you will hear from Cha Cha himself. He has a message for Katina. So oh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm anxious. Bated breath. I mean, it's going to be. It's it, they. These two guys really are the opposites. You know, um, uh, they're opposite people. I mean, Katina's all business. You know, he he shows up and um, he's thinking about how he can win the title. He's thinking about how he can get to the next level. He's thinking about how he can run through this DCW locker room so that he can be signed by the WWE. That's that's. There's no question. He is. There's no loyalty with Anthony Katina. There's no. There's no like. Oh, you know, I, I'm here for no. He wants to run through the entire locker room, and he wants to go to all wrestling or WWE, and then he wants to, um, you know, you know, crap on us afterwards. So you know, hopefully, Cha Cha Charlie doesn't let him get right to the mountaintop so quickly. Forget six. But he's stronger than Cha. I mean, there's no question. He really is a, a, an elite athlete. You know, he's stronger than uh, uh, Cha Charlie. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he's he's been, you know, uh, he's an excellent wrestler. Uh, Katina has been on those higher, um, upper levels of professional wrestling. I won't say higher because, a, but upper other levels of yeah, other other upper levels of professional wrestling. So. Um, this is going to be a test for Cha Cha Charlie. I, and I'm and look, very rarely will I put my two cents in and back anybody, uh, but I, I'm really hoping for Cha Cha Charlie on Friday. I, I don't know how I could deal 
with Anthony Katina as the CCW heavyweight champion. I can barely deal with Cha-Cha as the CCW heavyweight champion. But Anthony Katina, oh my goodness. I'm going to lose more hair. My hair is already going. This will be gone. Well, let's let's talk about some other matches that are going to be at Bash at the Brew this Friday. Which, by the way, Bash at the Brew is typically a Saturday show. This is an exception. Right. Like yeah, we didn't want to run against WrestleMania. That was the idea. I, we're not – we're yeah. We're, you know, most of our guys are going to be in and around Texas at WrestleMania, so we're not going to uh, run against. So this is the only time this year that uh, it will not be on the first Saturday of every month. So unbranded, uh, they were great. They said, let's do the second Friday because we also have every second show, every second week at um, uh, Miami Brewing Company in Homestead. So you have the 8th in Hialeah and the 9th in um, Homestead. But this show is stacked. This show is stacked. Yeah, grab a hotel. But this show is stacked. Um, and so tickets are selling. And I don't know what exactly, like, I can't tell you exactly what the match is. It's drawing all these tickets. I don't know if it's just a change of date. But we're on pace for a bigger um, audience at this point, ticket-wise. So maybe Friday is a better night down there in Hialeah. Maybe there's people who never got the opportunity to go. Maybe we'll have a different audience and stuff. But it's probably because we just stacked this card to the gills. Well, look at look at this match, Jake Jake Talos versus the Brazilian destroyer Vinicius. Uh, this has been brewing, uh, pun intended, since it's at a brewery. This has been brewing for for a bit. A while. Yeah. yeah, Jack Talos, seven foot tall. Um, he's done a, a former uh, WWE. He was basically trained in the WWE, and uh, he is just a monster. He's unstoppable. He is a wonderful. Um, he's a wonderful guy to have on the roster, and he is. Um, uh, with Blake Bowman and uh, America's Top Team. There might be a, a few uh, special guests uh, that Friday, uh, this Friday, that you might <clears throat> that might be interesting as well um, in, in regards to that match. But truth be told, uh, this match has been coming for months. Uh, you have Talos uh, in November of last year making a CCW debut and laying out um, Venetia's scenario completely, you know, shockingly. Um, and then when uh, Blake Bowman and, and John Hartnett for America's uh, top tag team, they wrestled uh, for the tag team championships. You had Talos, who was always there to make um, make Venetius' life a living hell. So uh, it's taken a little bit of, uh, of, of the Brazilian Destroyers' focus away from the uh, tag team titles. And I don't know if that's good. I know that Fonzie, um, you know, Fonzie's always looking for these big money matches, you know, but... You know, you have to remember that the South American Alliance are the tag team champions. So uh, this match will be a big match, but also um, there's, there's there's a little worry about the focus of the Brazilian Destroyer. But that being said, his focus should be 100% on, you know, the, the giant uh, Jack Talos. There's no question about that. There's risk here, right? Like, what happens if Venetius goes in here and gets injured? Yeah, exactly. No, we have this... You, 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 we have we have the South American Lions who are, you know, um, a major part of CCW and they're, they're in the tag team division. And they're after uh, 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 people are gunning for them. Um, everyone, I don't know if everyone saw the video, but uh, ERA has recruited Johnny Nova uh, to go against the South American Lions. They attacked Ariel uh, Levy with a chair uh, after the 18 uh, uh, anniversary. Uh, the Brazilian destroyer was not around. I don't know. I don't know if he was with the Good Brothers. I don't know what the situation was, but uh, Ariel Levy was laid out. So already you have clearly ERA, who had the uh, title shot for the 
um, Southeastern Championship, he's decided to go for the tag team titles, and he has taken Johnny Nova, who's had a, a very frustrating time in CCW uh, lately. So you have two impact wrestlers, two guys who can really go uh, going after the South American Alliance, and in a lot of ways, the Brazilian Destroyer is a little bit distracted because he sees Jack Talos and he knows he he wants to fight Jack Talos. Uh, but you know, sometimes you have to keep your eyes on the goal, keep your eyes on the prize. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, Friday night with uh, with Talos, with the Brazilian Destroyer, with Ariel Levy, with ERA, with Nova, with Blake Bowman, and and potentially a couple other people. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Uh, that being said, you have a seven footer who hasn't been taken off his feet yet. Um, and, and who's been dominant, um, you know, but the Brazilian destroyer has been pretty dominant as well. So let's see what, what happens. The, the immovable object, right. With the, uh, irresistible force versus the, uh, immovable object that's going to happen Friday. That's the match that, you know, probably won't be pretty, but it'll be pretty interesting. So, you know, Absolutely. definitely want to check that out. And their cruiserweight title match, uh, Alan S2S Martinez versus AEW's Fuego del Sol yes. in the house for uh, for Bash at the Brew. This this is interesting. This is this yes. is very interesting. Uh, yes. This match. This is you know I don't want to say this is S2S's you know toughest defense or anything like that because first from getting the title off of Chris Farrow was hard enough and then defending right. it against Chris Farrow uh, and on others. But but this is interesting. You got an outside guy coming in uh, and challenging for that belt. Well, you know what? This is the thing, too. You know, with Fuego coming in, there was only one place you could put him, and that's on top. And that's where we saw him in that, that division. And uh, the what he's done for all the wrestling, what he's done to get himself a contract, what he's done in independent wrestling has been enough to get him this uh, number one contendership right away. And it's part of our negotiations in doing so. He'll be there the uh, eighth, and he'll be there the ninth. And also, um, I don't know if, if this is breaking news. I think this is probably breaking news. But uh, we've had we've made an agreement to bring in Fuego on a fairly regular uh, basis. So uh, we're excited about that. We're excited about you know if if he's able to beat S2S Martinez, I'm excited where he could potentially elevate that cruiserweight title. Did Chris Farrow uh, elevate it? Yes, but putting it on someone who's on television on a weekly basis in Fuego del Sol, you know, him winning the belt. Um, you know, and, and having matchups that I see in CCW, I see Fuego versus uh, Chris Vero. I see Fuego versus um, ERA, uh, Fuego versus T.T. Uh, uh, Reed. You know, T.T. Reed, I think, has to lose like three pounds because he's like 202. So he's got to get down at 199. But I think if he, I think if he gets, a, you know, gets a little sweatsuit on or something like that, he'll be able to do it. You have a, you have a lot of opportunities of a lot of guys that match up very well with uh, uh, Fuego. So we know he loves uh, South Florida. We know he has connections here in South Florida. So let's see where this goes. That being said, it's not an easy task. Uh, Alan Martinez is one of the best wrestlers in the world, you know, internationally, otherwise. Um, but the, lately, he's he's not the same Alan Martinez. Um, he's not there staying late helping the young wrestlers at the CCW training facility anymore. You know, he's out late, um, you know, late nights, uh you know, late afternoons from Daytona beach. You know, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, uh, he's partying it up. He's enjoying his title reign. So hopefully that, uh, doesn't uh, affect him negatively. You know, the Allen that I know is the Allen that will stay and work with the trainees at the CCW training facility. The Allen that I know, um, is always there waking up early, working out the, I don't know this Allen that's out until four in the morning, you know, with whomever. Uh, so, you Might know, we'll see 
spending that title in a brewery, it sounds like. Yes, exactly. You know, I think as long as Alan waits till after the match, you know, to 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 scour the audience for women, uh, I think he'll be okay. But if he, if he's caught beforehand, you cannot uh, be distracted for wrestling. You know, while wrestling someone like Fuego del Sol, he has to be locked in. Also, they had an amazing match at the uh, CCW Arena um, for a, a video uh, six months ago. And that was one of the best matches that I've ever seen. And Fuego was victorious. So you have a guy who's 1-0 against uh, Alan S2S Martinez coming in, going for his title. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, uh, uh, I would want to see it. I can't wait to see it. And it, it's crazy because this show has about four main events, five main events. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically the whole card is just going to be main event, main event, main event. So, you know, hopefully we'll uh, space it out and let the fans breathe a little bit, especially after this one or before this one. Expect expect a match of the night match here. You're going to – yeah, you are gonna, going to need some uh, – some funny moments or something during the show. Right. Like, it's too, exactly. High intensity with the, with the title, the Tracha Charlie title match. And you've got the, the Venetius versus Talos match. You've got cruiserweight championship, but you also, and I've been holding back on this. Uh, you've got this cage yes. match, this grudge yes. match between Kylan King, the champ, the CCW women's champion. She's defending against Marina Tucker. Uh, this is not their first encounter. Obviously, Kylan took the title from Marina a few months ago, uh, and it was on a live wrestling last week, the return bout, uh, where Marina got herself disqualified, got a little too antsy, I guess. Um, but this is a cage match. It's kind of a rare thing in CCW. We haven't seen a cage match in over, well, just over a year now. Over a year, yeah. It, it's been a year. Um, and, yeah, this, you know, you know, I, I always – yes, the first time there's a cage match on Brandon, which scares me. I'm worried that the fans are just going to start crawling into this cage, uh, Ryan. Uh, the point the, – the, like the crazy part of all of this is, you know, sometimes you need a match. You need a feud for a match, and this is a match for the feud. This is the best feud this year. You know, last year the feud of the year was Ariel Levy and Cha-Cha Charlie, which was an insane feud. As of right now, it's March, and the feud of this year has been Marina Marina Tucker and uh, Kylan King. These two have been, and and Kylan has been dominant. She's been dominant in professional wrestling, you know. But Marina, who was dominant for the last three years, you know, who's been the the women's division at CCW for at least three years, you know, you know Roma as well, uh, uh, Roma as well. But but Marina was the anchor. She was she was somebody who was. I mean, you you can count on Marina. You could always count on Marina to be on top, to be the one. And uh, Kylin kind of put a shock to the system, you know. And um, look, I, I've spoken to, um, you know, QT Marshall told me Kylin King is one of the best women's wrestlers he's ever seen. You know, obviously they, you know, he might be a little biased, but I believe him. You know, she has the size, she has the technical ability, and she's kind of got she's came into her own. You know, the Kylin of two years ago or a year and a half ago even is not the Kylin of today. So you see that uh, nationally. So Marina Tucker is um, – she she's the underdog now uh, for the first time in her CCW career. But here's the thing. When you know Marina, you know at no point is she really the underdog. Because at any point in time, you know, she can pull something out. She will do what it takes. And she cares more about that CCW women's women's title than anything in the entire universe. I mean, when when she lost in a uh, uh, she lost the belt uh, shockingly to Roma, 
uh, was in was in 2020. Man, this is crazy how long ago all these things happened. Was the end of 2020? I guess uh, it was. Yeah, November 2020. It was. It was her life's goal for the next four months to make Roma's life a living hell. And for Kylan, it's it's been the same. She made Roma's life hell. Like Roma did not have a good time in the United States. Uh, that's maybe why she's in Chile um, right now. But. Uh, uh, she made her life a living hell, and now she's made Kylin's life a living hell. And you have two women who are wonderful in a in a steel cage, solid steel cage. Um, I'm so excited for it. I'm nervous. I'm nervous too because you have to worry about the safety of um, your performers. I, my performers, I'm very worried about that. I'm worried that that you know um, when you put two people who hate each other in a cage like that. Yeah, it's great. But you also have to look at the long-term effects of what this match will do um, to these women. And um, it makes me a little uncomfortable, but I'm still excited as hell to see it. It's, it's interesting that you've got this women's championship cage match. Uh, it's kind of timely, right? It, it kind of matches the national scene. We just had this on. They copied us. We were doing, we were going to do it first. We were, we were yeah. going to do it. <laughs> and the Thunder Rosa and Rip Baker beat us to the uh, beat now, us to the punch. With lightning strike twice here, you know, Thunder Rosa won the title there. Maybe Marina. Yeah. Pull well, Marina. Yeah. Will there be a change? Well, we'll see. You know, it's it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of factors going into this Friday, but um, you know, you have you have, you just have Marina. You can't count Marina out. You know, you no. you can't call her an underdog. You can't. No, absolutely not. So again. Bash at the Brew this Friday, April eighth. Uh, doors open at seven. Bell time, eight p.m. Uh, it's going to be a great show uh, with Cha Cha Charlie and Anthony Katina for the championship. Marina and Kylin for the championship. Fuego and uh, Alan S two S for the cruiserweight championship. Jake Talos versus Vinicius. You want, you want to drop any exclusive? Any other matches you want to announce right now? It's great. It's great that you mentioned that. No, I, I we're gonna. We're going to have uh, – there's going to be more matches, obviously, you know, uh, uh, but I'm going to um, hold that in my pocket because we have a couple of really cool surprises that are going to happen. So I don't want to um, – I don't want to spoil anything, you know. Like there's enough to, for you to buy your ticket with those four matches. Absolutely. So the other couple other couple of matches are still going to be really awesome. And um, there's, this, there's a couple of surprises. I, I don't even want to hint, but there's some cool stuff going on in CCW. Okay. Good stuff. Again, you can get tickets for that at Council Championship Wrestling FL.com. Those are available right now. Uh, and but you don't time is running running out. And and you just heard what Nilio said. Uh, they're also moving. So if you want those Yeah, it's insane. No, it's crazy. Like uh, uh I believe it's more print sales than normal just because they're d- different in different time, but it's really, really, it's a really, really high number that we're looking at right now. So it might be the biggest bash of all time, which is awesome. And remember Saturday, uh, we have uh, Miami Brewing Company with a couple other cool things, a couple other surprises uh, and some things happening the next day too. So if, uh, if you go to the, you go to bash, go to Miami Brewing, get a hotel, go to Homestead go. or neighbors to the South. You or you love Homestead too. <laughs> all right. That said, I'm going to throw to our interview with Cha Cha Charlie right now. It's Cha Cha time. <laughs> Attention, wrestling fans. The place to be each and every Tuesday is on the Coastal Championship Wrestling YouTube channel, where a new episode of CCW, a live wrestling, drops at 7 p.m. Witness the hard hitting 
high-flying action that is synonymous with the longest-running independent wrestling promotion in the southeastern United States. Subscribe today, and don't you dare miss it. I'm talking with CCW World Heavyweight Champion Cha-Cha Charlie, who defends his title against Anthony Katina this Friday at CCW's Bash at the Brew. Welcome, Cha-Cha. Thank you. Thank you for having me, uh, Ryan. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to, have to be on the show again. Absolutely. So, you know, we, you and I haven't talked in a, in a long, long time, but so congratulations, first and foremost, on winning the CCW Championship, uh, what's been, I guess, months ago now. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, rightfully so, right? Finally, finally, Cha Cha Charlie's the champ. The Cha Cha Charlie. Well, tell us, tell us what it means to you to be the CCW champion. I know you have been before, uh, but it's been kind of a long road back to that. So, tell us what it means for you to be CCW champion. Uh, it means the world to me. Uh, I started with CCW um, to be champion in the company that you started with. Uh, you know, it's uh, it, it puts you in a different level. Um, I'm on top of the world right now. Um, it feels great to be the champ. And, um, you know, it, it was, I've been champion before, but this time it was like bittersweet. Uh, reason so, uh, they threw a lot of ob obstacles when um, me trying to win the title back this time around. It wasn't an easy road. Uh, it took me about a year or two to get it back. And, uh, and now I'm the champion again. And, it's gonna be real hard to take it away from me because uh, the the battle that I that I that it took me to get there uh, it wasn't easy so it's it's not gonna be easy taking it taking it off me right now. Yeah, I remember you even had to defend once you had the opportunity locked in. You even had to defend that opportunity a couple of times, I think. So, you know, yeah, you did have a quite a road just to get the get the title match with Santos. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, Santos was away. Uh, he, you know, he moved to Texas, so he wasn't around that often, but he still was a defending champ. And, uh, you know, me facing, me beating Santos, who's the icon of CCW, uh, makes, it, makes it even better because uh, when I came in, that's, that's who I looked up to. It, it was Santos. Santos has been around since day one. Uh, he's he's a, a, a fighting champion. And um, I'm glad, I'm glad uh, it was me and Santos because, you know, it's only right that... Um, that I, that I beat Santos to become the world champion. And aside from a couple of days when Alex Ocean had the title, you know, Santos had a run that was like almost two years long. So how do you feel your run as champion is going to be different than, than his run? I'm a defending champion. Uh, I'm here. I'm at every show. I go to every single show. Um, and uh, I'm defending the title at every show. So, uh, so uh, my my chances of losing it are, are, would be bigger than than Santos because Santos would only defend it when uh, you know when he was around or whenever they brought him back. Uh, this time with me, you know, I, I'm feeding, everyone's uh, on my back. Everyone's uh, you know chasing me. Everyone wants the world title. Everyone wants to be champion. And um, and uh, you know what? Bring it. I'm ready for everyone and anyone. I'm gonna be the defending champ, and uh, and uh, I plan on keeping it long term. You're at a huge disadvantage just because you live in South Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, it's a big disadvantage. Um, you know, people pay to see me. People want to see me, and uh, if I go to the show, uh, not to not defend the title doesn't make any sense. So uh, I'm here to defend it every single time I can. Well, I want to talk about uh, 
bash at the brew as a as a show in a second but um in terms of you know you said winning the title was bittersweet and i wondered if part of that was winning it at bash at the brew winning it in hialeah as opposed to you know up in ocala or something like that yeah. was it more meaningful to, for you to have that win down at uh, at bash at the brew in, in miami essentially? yeah yeah because uh you know, I've been at Bash of the Brew since day one. I haven't missed a Bash show yet. Uh, I've been at every single Bash. And uh, that crowd has seen seen me go through the ups and downs. Uh, they've seen a lot of shenanigans happen. And that crowd really wanted me to become the world champion. They wanted to see it. Uh, even when I faced Santos, they, they thought that I was going to get screwed one more time. But, uh, you know, things didn't go his way. Things went my way. The crowd got what they wanted. And uh, that crowd was went ballistic once they I did. won uh, the heavyweight championship title. So uh, I'm glad I won it in Hialeah at Bash at the Brew. Absolutely. So Bash at the Brew, like you mentioned, it's the, the 15th iteration. It's a signature event for CCW now. Uh, you have been integral to that event from the start. Probably of 15 events, you've probably main evented or been in a key match in, I guess, all of them probably. Um, so talk about Bash at the Brew itself. What has that meant to CCW and the career of Cha-Cha Charlie? Uh, Bash at the Brew, Hialeah, boosted CCW into another level. Uh, you know, we, we do good in, in a lot of different places. Everywhere we go, we do pretty good. We draw a nice little crowd. But that crowd is hot from the beginning. Uh, that crowd loves the action, loves what's going on. I think the whole neighborhood already knows about the, the event that we have every single month uh, in Hialeah. Um, and, you know, to be at a brewery, you know, people drinking, people, you know, having fun. You know, if you're not watching wrestling, you're, you're there, you're having a beer, you're having food. It, it's, a, it's a big party. And, uh, you know, what better way uh, to have a good time and then have me, you know, as, you, you know, your signature uh, event, your, your, your main event. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, when everything's all said and done, everyone is celebrating and dancing all night long. Yeah. You know, I've, I've talked about um, Unbranded as, as kind of like the perfect venue for a wrestling show, right? You know, you, you have this beautiful bar out front, and then you kind of walk through the back of the brewery, and you walk through these doors, and you and you have this, like, gritty atmosphere, and you're backed by all the huge tanks, and you've got pallets of kegs and stuff. Uh to me, it just is the best place to go watch. And then you have all the all the rowdy wrestling fans come in, like you mentioned, and they're they're cheering. And and your connection is so super super strong with the fans. Um, you know, they're always on their feet. Uh, they're always behind you. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that the fans have gravitated to Cha Cha Charlie in in such a way? Uh, I, I feel like they feel like I'm one of them. Uh, you know, it, you know, it, it is a Spanish community, but it's not only about the Spanish people, it's about everyone. Uh, they feel like, uh, you know, when, when, uh, when I'm getting beat up, let's say they, they feel the pain, they, they feel the, you know, they feel everything and, um, they have my back. I have theirs. They feel like I have theirs. They're cheering me on They're Um, I, you know, every time I'm down, I see them. Uh, and then once I see them, I get back up and then, you know, that, that helps me uh, get my moves going. That helps me get going. And um, I love that crowd. That crowd is is, is the best crowd uh, I've performed in. Uh, Miami is the place to go, man. And you've had a lot of signature feuds 
in at Bash at the Brew. You know, you you wrestled the South American Alliance several for several bashes, uh, and you're coming off of this feud with Agony. You had the first one ended in a, in a DQ, and then you had a no DQ match. Uh, and I know you've you, you've wrestled Agony before, um, so I guess my question is, what was different this time around uh, in this particular set of matches about facing Agony? He's to me, he seems like he's a lot more formidable with Eric Christopher by his side. And I just want to get your take on like what was different facing him in this set of matches as to before. Uh, he was ruthless this time around. He, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if the title was more on his mind. It, I think more what he was more mostly focused on was beating me up, hurting me, not having me be a part of the Bash of the Brew anymore. Uh, he, he, they came with a different mindset, and uh, their goal wasn't to win the title. I think their goal was just to uh, to to provide some agony on me. And um, you know, they 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 snuck up behind me, they attacked me, they uh, tombstone me on the chair. Uh, even our uh, matches. Were, Every single match was brutal. Um, Agony came with, with, with a vengeance, and um, he was ready to, to, to tear me apart. But I did not let that happen. The crowd did not let that happen. And um, when it, when the book was all said and done, game over, Cha-Cha Charlie's still the world champ. You know, I, I, I still have it cemented in my, my brain. I think it was Bash 13. When you did the splash, you know, through the table to the outside, you know, into the into the into the crowd, essentially, I think so. Uh, and that, of course, led to the I believe it was a, it, you got disqualified. Or, yeah, I got disqualified. It was weird. Uh, you know, the, that whole match was a mess from the beginning. You know, Agony was doing dirty things. I had to even up the game and do my own thing. And uh, for me to get disqualified at the end, it, it was uh, it was shenanigans. It's all good, you know. Uh, I, I still remain the champion, but um, you know, we we did we did the final match. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, I came out victorious on the last one, and uh, that's where, where where it all counts. Uh, the no DQ disqualification. Uh, Bruce Rollins wasn't around for the the third one. I don't know if he would have been there if things would have been different. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on with Bruce, but I hope hopefully everything's going good with him because. Um, he did get involved on my on, on the first match. That's right. Yeah. Well, you talked about you know agony, kind of jumping you in tombstone, and you you know on a chair and everything like that. Um, that seems to be what happens to you, right? Like at the end of last bash, you kind of got the big double cross from Anthony Katina, which is leading us to our match that's that's coming up this Friday at Bash at the Brew. I've got the match graphic here: Cha Cha Charlie versus Anthony Katina heavyweight championship match. Um, he just jumped the line. It feels like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, he's a good-looking guy. He's a contender. He's been around. Uh, he's wrestled the best of the best. Um, I, I see why a guy that came would jump the line. But um, you know, that day he he was. Uh, yeah, if you saw the his, his match, he was with uh, with with some of my friends with with uh, Big English and uh, the Wrangler. They all teamed up. He told a, a sad story to the to the crowd, telling them that he's he's a new man. He changed, and then uh, in my match again, I, I get attacked once again, uh, you know, by Beast Man. Um, and then he comes to help me. I, I thought he was really there to help me. The crowd thought he was really there to help me, 
And then out of nowhere, you know, after my victory over Agony, he uh, he he, uh, he switched side. He attacked me, and uh, I, I can't trust anybody. I just can't trust anybody. I thought I could trust him. I, you know, I, I gave him a, a, a small little opportunity. See if he could be, you know, down with us, or with me, with the Cha Cha Nation. But uh, I guess he has something else in mind, and uh, he wants to be champion. And I can't blame him, man. Everyone wants to be champion, and you know, when you're the champ. Uh, everyone is uh, is hunting you, right? Yeah, and he duped us all, right? We're, you know, it was, what, 45 minutes you know, that he was on the right side of the fence, it seems like. But uh, well, I guess what's your message for him as you got, as you both are preparing for this match on Friday? What message do you want to send to him? A payback. Payback, you know, uh, he brutally attacked me when, when I least expected it. And, uh, you know, I guess that's the theme. Everyone wants to attack me behind my back. They can't do it in front of me. You know, they can't step up to the plate. So they want to attack me behind my back. But no, it's all good. You know, um, it's it's a, a constant story here. Everyone wants to attack me behind my back. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I always get my, my way. I'm, go I'm going for payback. Uh, and when everything's all said and done, I'm still going to be your remaining CCW heavyweight champion. That's well... And you can see that match take place this Friday in Hialeah, Florida. Cha-Cha Charlie versus Anthony Katina for the CCW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, tickets are available now at Coastal Championship Wrestling FL.com. Again, that's April 8th in Hialeah. Um, so not that you're looking past Katina, because I think that's going to be a big match. Uh, and, you know, it could go either way. You've said it's going to be it's going to be payback, but... Let's 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 look past him for a second, and I want to ask: Are there other opponents that you're eyeing up to defend the title against? Are there kind of like these dream opponents uh, in CCW or in South Florida that you're looking at that you want to give a shot at the title to? Um, I want the best of the best. I, I want the best contenders. I, I think I'm ready. I, I think I'm ready to face the, the best wrestlers that are there are available for me right now. Um, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's not who who um, I want to face. It's whoever's next. And uh, whoever's next, uh, get them out of my way because, I, I, again, I work so hard to be where I'm at, and it's going to be very hard to take me down. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm in another level right now. I, I think my, my wrestling game has turned up to, to, uh, to the extreme. Uh, you know, I can wrestle. I can lucha. I can go hardcore. Whatever you want to do, man, I'm ready. And uh, whoever's next, uh, just prepare because uh, – you know, it's not going to be an easy battle uh, facing Cha-Cha Charlie. You know, one of the things that we have uh, that's been kind of high profile at around CCW in South Florida and even nationally is the fact that Gangrel is doing a lot of the training at the training facility at CCW. You know, he's even he's even working with Paige Van Zant now. So my question is for you, has the competition sort of leveled up a little bit since Gangrel has been uh been training there or or how has the competition changed since gangrel has been training at the training facility yeah there's a lot of new faces a lot of new people stepping up to the game everybody wants to you know to uh to up their their wrestling and um gangrel has been nothing but great for ccw uh you know the school has gone to a different level everybody wants to be a part of ccw uh, i mean there, there's only one place to train over here and that that's the 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 CCW uh, training facility, and um, I, I I love every single thing about what Gang Girl's doing. Um, 
and uh, he's just making all these new people become, you know, good wrestlers and, and trying to step up to the plate. And uh, again, uh, bring them to me because, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to see what, what they're made of. You know, CCW, they call us, you know, they're, they're kind of their tagline. One of their taglines is the last territory. Even Bill Alfonso said it's the first territory in a long, long time. Um, and we just had the 18th anniversary of Coastal Championship Wrestling. So it's been an institution down here in Florida for such a, such a long time. Uh, I wonder, did you have any any thoughts on the 18, you know, CCW as an 18-year-old promotion, one of the, you know, like the last territory, the uh, the first territory in a long time. Any any thoughts on the 18-year anniversary? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been here since uh, 2014, so uh, I've been to a lot of anniversary shows, but this one, this one was big. This one was huge. We, we had a, a star-studded event, and, uh, you know, um, we, we had some of the, the, the students step up to the plate, uh, try to face me. But you know how that goes uh, when everything's all said and done. One, two, three, cha-cha, Charlie stays on top. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm so happy that, that we're, we're at the 18th year. It's been a long journey, but we're here and uh, we're only riding to the top. And uh, we're going to go to 19. We're going to go to 20. Eventually, CCW will be at, at the anniversary 30. And I hope, hopefully, I could be a part of them all there you go there you go so uh one more th I, one more thing before we get out of here you know we talked about the fans and how they're uh how they're so they're so attached to you and the, and you have the, the signature you know your your cha-cha dance and i wondered you know i i brought my hat you know i, I got my cha-cha hat here ah there Put it, it on. is how you feel you feel a little better now right yeah, I, I do. I, all of a sudden, I feel I feel. I wondered, you know, this is we're we're recording this in the morning, but maybe you could lead us out in a little little dance. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. Teach us, maybe teach the the viewing audience how to how to do this. That's how you you know feel. Once you put that hat on, the magic hits, and once you feel the magic, feel the rhythm, <laughs> feel the flow. You know, and it's simple. You know, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Because when everything's all said and done. There's gonna be one big party and we should all be celebrating and dancing all night long. There you have it. I don't I can't think of a better way to end end this thing. So thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Thank you everybody for so, the, the, the huge support. And uh let's take it home, daddy. All right. Everybody, you can follow Cha Cha Charlie on Twitter and Instagram on it's uh, it's Cha Cha Time. Uh so do look for him there and uh and if you're at a show, like he said, it's going to be cha-cha time at the end of the night. We'll be partying all night long. Already know. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, guys. Well, that's our first show. We have a ton planned for the coming weeks, but don't be afraid to drop us a suggestion on who you want to see on this show. Follow us on social media. I'm at Minutes to Bell Time on Facebook and Instagram and Mins to Bell Time on Twitter. Be sure to watch a live wrestling every Tuesday on the CCW YouTube channel and follow Coastal Championship Wrestling on Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time. You have been watching CCW Insider, produced by Minutes to Bell Time in association with Coastal Championship Wrestling.